and welcome to the In Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Laura Ferrero. Thanks so much for being here. Today we sit down with Santino Rice. You may know Santino as a talented fashion designer from Project Runway, or more recently from RuPaul's Drag Race. Santino talks about his journey from the fashion industry to becoming a chef and co-owner of an incredible living plant-based cuisine restaurant in downtown LA called Wild Living Foods. Santino has toured with Diplo, Skrillex, ASAP Ferg, and other musicians to advise them on healthy plant-based eating, and as rumor has it, he introduced ASAP Ferg to his first kale experience. Santino chronicles his journey using food as medicine to heal several autoimmune diseases, including psoriasis, celiac disease, and rheumatoid arthritis. He goes into detail about his positive health experiences with juice and water fasting. I should mention that we had this conversation before the coronavirus outbreak began, and while fasting has many proven health benefits, it can also initially weaken your immune system before building it up again. During this time, we want to be especially careful about embarking on any fasting, so please do it under medical supervision only. In addition to talking about food as medicine, we also discussed finding the strength to stand in your own power and follow your intuition, as well as his experience growing a mixed race in Missouri. I've known Santino for many years, and I've always found him to be a warm, wise, and kind individual. And although we've lost touch on occasion, our paths always seem to cross in the most magical and unexpected ways. I hope you get as much out of this conversation as I did. We're live on the air with Santino. What? How you doing, everybody? I'm so excited <laughs> to be talking with you today. It's it's exciting to be here. Thank you for having me, Laura. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. And Santino, it's like hard to know where to begin because there's so many things I, I'd love to talk with you about. Yeah. But I thought it might be great to start out with your journey. Um, because a lot of people know you from the fashion world, from Project Runway, and sure. from RuPaul's Drag Race. And so, can you talk us through your journey from fashion to being a partner in um, Wild Living Foods, an amazing raw food vegan restaurant? And being a raw food chef, and you know, yeah, and all the all many kind of many things, yeah, dishes, and and um, you know, living plant based cuisine. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know, like the, the short of it, I, m- I moved to Los Angeles when I was 17. I went to school f- for fashion design. I studied fashion. I worked in the fashion industry for many years. Um, it, around the time I was 28, I started developing um, some different uh, conditions, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, seriatic arthritis, psoriasis. I started like covering like 75% of my body. Um, I had a lot of digestive issues, a lot of pain in my gut area. Um, and ultimately, you know, for, for years I kept going to all the best doctors and specialists in 
Los Angeles, Santa Monica, you know, that, um, and I, I spent over $200,000 on Western medicine, just like getting the same answer, which was basically that I needed to just start taking these pharmaceuticals. Um, I won't name names cause they don't, they don't need any help, but they <laughs> millions of Americans are on these protease inhibitor type okay. injection you know injectable like uh corticosteroid and and you know things that basically just tell your immune system to stop fighting everything but then um you hand over your immune system to these pharmaceutical drugs for the rest of your life and you know they cause brain leukemia and cancer and a lot of other the uh, a lot of other small print little minor details that i kind of was always concerned about and i and, and my intuition was that I needed to not do that. Even when it got to the point of like, you know, if it would rain for three days in LA, I would be in bed for three days, just like curled up on myself, like felt like, you know, ancient, you know, um, the barometric pressure would drop, all my joints would swell up. Um, it, it was gnarly. And I, I would go to doctors and they would get mad at me for asking so many questions and, um, and wondering why I wasn't on the, the, these these medications yet and they're like listen you're going to be in a wheelchair in a year if you're not on these this is a this is a degenerative bone disease you're going to have you're you're going to just not be able to walk eventually if you don't start taking this and i i i truly felt like they just didn't know um the the options you know or or like or that there was anything else and i i i looked to uh, other ideas like I, I really feel like um, uh, I was you know uh, I always feel like my whole life I've been guided by things you know the, um, you know even like the right music falls into my lap and the right books fall into my lap and when I go to the library and I just like walk down aisles and with of books and something just tells me stop grab that book and I pull it and I open it up and it's exactly what I need to see so you know you're I mean? good at following your intuition. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I and I feel like um you know, the more I listen to my intuition and my instincts and the and the more I'm just open, the more I allow to move through me and basically one book led to the next, led to me researching the Gerson therapy, looking into juice fasting, look, looking into detoxing, you know, looking into to eating for my blood type, looking into, you know, the body ecology diet, looking into, you know, any book that I could get my hands on. And one thing led to the next. And I basically just educated myself on a lot of things. And there's a lot of information out there. And I always tell people that we're all specialized machines. We all run on specific fuel. It's your job to figure out what that is. But I will say that all of these uh, debilitating diseases, all these all these things that are often uh, labeled as hereditary or like they run in the family or something like that, that's not the case. I truly believe that that if it runs in your family, it's because you're all eating the same poisonous food whereas like if you were all eating uh organic super clean fruits and vegetables that um 
you would uh, alleviate a lot of the conditions that most people live with today. And like, you know, the average Americans on eight pharmaceutical drugs or something like that. Like I haven't even taken like Tylenol or Advil or like any, any kind of anything in over like 10 years. You know what wow, I mean? Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And Santino, what was your diet like before then? I just had, I, I had a king's diet. I had the American, you know, I, I ate a lot of standard American diet stuff, but I was never, I was never afraid of fruits and vegetables or things like that. I just ate, I just ate everything. I thought it was normal to be able to go with friends to the pizza place and then to the taco truck and then to the Korean barbecue place and then to fat burger and then to in and out or whatever, you know, I mean, not on the same day, but it's just like, you, you're just like, you name any chain restaurant high and low, you know, everything from Jack of the box all the way up to, you know, some $500 steak dinner at some place. I've been there a couple times, you know, it's like you, you, it, it, it's such a food and, and eating out is such a big part of our culture. And it's a lot, it's where a lot of birthdays revolve around and these things. And it's like every night you could be at a different restaurant eating a different thing. And it's like, you don't know what's in it. You don't know what, how it's prepared. There's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables in it. Um, not just the quality of the ingredients, but also just how it's cooked, how it's prepared, what oils were used when it was fried, whatever, you know, like there's, there's a lot of things that can lead, um, to making food toxic and, um, making it, uh, detract from your health rather than giving you life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in your journey, reading these books that came into your lap so to speak yeah. and, and going down that rabbit hole I just made a list I made you... a list of all the things I wanted to do I and and so I I I thought you know everything I read I something goes in my head and says yeah that's gonna work or mm, I don't know about that I don't really think that's the case with me you know, like it's, and even if, even if it all comes from like the same, I don't ever believe like anything wholeheartedly. Like I, I'll, I'll pick and choose. And then you test even, it out. You know, and I, and, and the thing, yeah, the thing of it is, is that I, I'm looking, um, and I'm reading things and if something responds, you know, in a, in a positive way, I make a note of it and I say like, okay. I'm going to do this. And then if something, I read something that's like, uh, I don't know about that. I think that maybe that could be put on the back burner or that we can think about that later. Um, but I basically made a list of like 30 to 50 things that I was going to be doing. You know, I was going to avoid all animal products, avoid all basically cooked food over 118 degrees, eating all raw vegan, you know, yeah. or what's known as living plant-based cuisine. Um, vegan has a lot of connotations that are political as well, but I, I am a vegan, um, uh, but I'm also, you know, I eat honey as well, <laughs> you know, it's like, so, and there's a, there's a, you know, this is, this, that's, you know, another side topic, but it's like, there's, there's certain things that like, like you learn about, and then you also like can, can, um, can evaluate everything point by point you know and i i i don't yeah. take anything fully like blank you know like some blanket kind of 
uh, doctrine or ideology about some way of eating. I don't think that works for most people. I truly believe that you need to use your instincts and your intuition in order to help guide you to where you need to be with your health. And I think that if you're open to it, that the universe, the source will help guide you to where you need to, to be and to help you be most optimal and, and most effective and productive and just live a healthy, happy life, you know, but if you're not, and you're closed off to that and you're, and you, you know, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people don't take a lot of, they don't take responsibility for their health. You know, the most responsibility they take was, well, I made it to my doctor's appointment. I I'm here, doc. What, what do you got for me? Like that's as far like yeah. that's as that's as far as they go with taking uh, accountability for their own health and and um, you know I don't think pharmaceuticals are the answer at all. Like I think you that food is your medicine and and even even abstaining from food. I've done some really long fasts that really I saw tremendous healing in in myself. I've done. I've done 75 day juice fast. Last year I did 111 days of no. just juice and water. I want to get into that yeah. in one second <laughs> because that is so fascinating. And um, I, I don't know anyone who's fasted quite as long as you have, yeah. or at least, you know, yeah. to my knowledge. But yeah. but first I just wanted to ask you okay. in transitioning to the, the whole foods, plant-based, yes. raw cuisine, um, was it challenging to kind of wean yourself off of the pizza and tacos and, and all of that? It, you know what? It wasn't because something, something happened in my understanding and learning about foods that are acidic, foods that are alkaline, foods that are highly beneficial for you, foods that are toxic for you, food, you know, like, and I, and I basically understood like, the food that I was eating, even if I was eating, you know, some good stuff, I was eating a lot of bad stuff. I was eating a lot of gluten. I was eating a lot of animal products that you, um, and, and, you know, some things were organics. A lot of things were conventional. Like when you go and eat a, out, eat out, you don't, you don't know what is in that food, you know? So, um, I, I feel like, um, you know, I didn't have a hard time. I pretty much, you know, switched right away. And I, and I, and I, I did a really long juice fast, uh, for, se to start out? for 75 days. Oh, yeah. I basically, and I, and I thought, because I, I had an endoscopy in my small intestine eventually, which turned out I also had celiac disease, which is a, a gluten intolerance. That's so bad that it causes like, it was there was a lot of inflammation in my small intestine and and um, you know it's an autoimmune disease a lot of a lot a lot of different autoimmune diseases um, you know or, originate in the gut area yeah. um, uh, there's a lot of inflammation there's uh, you know there's there's certain foods that trigger different types of inflammation and reactions I truly believe anything that happens on your skin is your body just warning you that there's a deeper problem going on inside of your gut I've had that um, experience with gluten quite yeah. a bit it immediately shows on my skin yeah yeah and it's um and you know it's not just gluten even though like we're we're wrapped up in a lot of um uh 
things now that it's like I'll see pickles at the grocery store and it'll say gluten-free pickles and but I'm like they always were yeah they always they always were except that um you know sometimes sometimes things aren't because they'll like maybe just add wheat oh, as like a little, filler thing yeah. or something like yeah. that or like um yeah, soy even, sauce has yes soy sauce has has, has, has gluten they use like a wheat component and in, in that that's why you know I I, I use tamari and li- and liquid aminos that are organic yeah. you know i don't i'm not i don't totally villainize soy um, especially organic soy but any conventionally grown non-organic soy it, that's grown in the united states is toxic because just like the wheat that's grown conventionally in the united states it's covered with pesticides and insecticides and that never comes out of the 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 grain it never comes out of the, the food it's also um the cotton as well oh, um so there's there's a lot of crops that are grown in the united states corn being the biggest one too um which is um all genetically modified um and it is toxic for us and it and it causes a lot of debilitating conditions that then just start like it's just a domino effect of like all the different things and it's just um one thing after the next and it's like it might be uh, it might start out with a little bit of eczema and psoriasis and then go to acid reflux then go to ulcerative colitis and irritable bowel syndrome and that's it it's like it's like all these things that it's like every like millions of americans have and they're all taking all these different pharmaceuticals to to kind of alleviate the pain a little bit when actually like they should just go into the woods for 100 days and just drink water and juice you know what i mean mean, it's like and and i'll just and i'll just say i'm not a doctor i mean everyone knows everyone knows i'm not a doctor but it's like um you know what what sounds crazy to me is like actually uh, a a customer came into wild living foods almost two years ago we've been open for two and a half years um two years ago older man older gentleman came in he's he's about 400 pounds he's like man the doctor says he wants to take my leg and i looked down at his leg and it was completely swollen and gangrene almost and like mm-hmm. like it was uh you know due to diabetes that had just been ignored wow. for a long time and i said do you want to keep your leg or do you want to like let it go you know it's like and, and he goes i want to keep my leg and i go well you should go to this place up north um it's called true north it's a, a medically assisted water fasting facility and you basically just drink water for 40 days some some stay even longer and do like 60 80 days just water wow. in the woods you just are stretching drinking water you're meditating you're 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 learning about things you're reading you're doing things to keep your mind off of of like hunger but really it's actually once you get past the third or fourth day it's actually like uh, really easy i was wondering that yeah. i i'm not familiar with fasting yeah. and yeah. it's nothing that i we have something in our bodies that once once we get over that hump of like the third or fourth day we're we're good our bodies yeah. understand that it's now time to just focus on itself and, and healing and healing itself and it we have a lot more energy because we're not using so much energy to, to digest food and so 
our body has a chance to just kind of do a full diagnostic on itself. And that's um, where, you know, I truly believe the, the, the healing takes place. Now, everyone's different and, and you know, uh, you have to try it for yourself. But yeah. a lot of people... And there's been a lot of research coming out yeah. about it. I guess I said I'm not familiar. I'm not personally familiar because I haven't tried it, but yeah. I have been reading a lot yeah. about it. And it, it um, usually they talk about three-day fast or five or ten. Sure. Um, I mean, even like a three-day fast will reset your immune system, you know? Yeah. But I really feel like if you if you fast from like full moon to full moon, um, you know, any like around, you know, 28 day cycle, um, you will have just a, a really extraordinary experience with it. Like not only physically and, and, um, what happens with, you know, weight loss and detoxing and eliminating things and, you know, uh, allowing your body to heal itself. But also spiritually, you're you're more connected. You're you you have a stronger uh, sense of smell and your taste buds and everything. Like it's it's um that being said, sometimes when you walk into a club or something and people are wearing like super toxic perfumes and colognes and stuff like that, it can be a little much. Hypersensitive. Like all the Axe body spray and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like a little. It's a little right. too much. But it. But um. Yeah. Like. Uh, just the sensitivity of your your senses like like gets, ra- heightened. gets, gets heightened and it's and it's and it's really amazing and and I I really feel like I, I feel like I always had good taste or like a, a great palate in order to create good food for people um, I just like what's I was so wrapped up in fashion for for so long and I still love fashion and beauty and and art and and this and this making food for people is an extension of that. Um, and I just feel like at a certain point, um, I don't know, did the, does the world really need another dress right now or something, you know, like, like really what people need is, is healing. And, and they, I've gone through my own experience and I can just help facilitate healing and, and allow, you know, just someone to to wake up or just to be open to a method of healing that they could never find from going to a doctor and, and taking pharmaceuticals. And so um, people can heal themselves is, is ultimately, yeah. you know, and you do that through being very mindful about what you put in your body. And you, you, you can uh, also, for temporary periods of time, do some fasting, you know? I mean, right now we're in Ramadan. It's, it's you know, this is thousands of years old. This is a, this is a practice of, like, there's no eating through, through the day, you know? Not, you right. don't, you break the fast every day at, when the sun goes down. Um, a lot of cultures understand fasting. Um, it's just where you live in the society where we've kind of just like lost touch with a lot of cultural things that did us good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, and, and, you know, we, we have everything at our 
at our disposal now. Everything, you know, you can just, you can eat and snack all day long so if you easy. wanted to. It's so easy. So whereas like it used to be that you had to go out and hunt for things or you had to go out and, and collect things or, you know, so <laughs> yeah, there is physical farm it and do physical. As well yeah. As being more spaced yes, out yes. and more difficult. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that, that, that come into play, um, uh, with, the conditioning that we've all been, we've all grown up with. You know, I, I grew up in Missouri. I ate all the, I ate all the trappings and the the food of the standard American diet of stuff. I grew up eating all kind of things. You know, and what's what's cool about once you learn the lang- a new language of preparing food, like with living plant based food, you uh, you have memories that are attached to certain uh, foods that you ate as a kid and to be able to recreate certain things and certain flavors but do it with all organic ingredients and like really beautiful food that's that's magic you know and that being able to tap in on certain things and um i just i i always put food on the back burner like it was always very like a secondary thing. I fashion was so important, and like it was like well, all about just, just like creating for convenience. Yeah, eating for convenience or eating for like you know. I mean, when I was a, when I was a kid, the first trips I ever took to New York, I I budgeted all my money for just like entertainment and shopping for clothes, and I'd had like zero food budget. And I remember like throwing in like a bunch of just like like kind of granola bars and those little fun packs of like Frito-Lay fun packs of of all these different chips in my back, you know, in my backpack and suitcase. And that's, I would just eat one of those a day. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like 15, 16, you know, (laughs) and it's like, so I would just, I'd be like, oh yeah, I was just doing that. And like, um, that would be, you know, it'd be like for a five day trip to New York, I'd just be like living off of chips and granola bars because I just wanted to spend all my money on things that were more significant than food. But food is so important and it's so important that you put the right fuel in your body. And I wish that like somebody would have spoke to me about food and it would have resonated with me a long time ago. But, um, you know, I'm also super grateful that, that I had to go through what I had to go through to now have this really beautiful space in downtown LA to be able to facilitate this kind of option for people. And that this isn't, this isn't just rich people food. This is for all people. Um, we see a, a very, you know, varied and broad, um, you know, audience of, of you know, for cross section of people, you know, for, for, um, for being in downtown and, and, you know, some people I see three or to five days or three to five times a day. And then there's other people that come, you know, once a week and other, you know, other people that come once a month. And I know that it's like something special. And it's like, so it's amazing to see that, that people respond to it. They love it. Like it's, 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 you know, we're, we're getting to that place where, we're kind of um, some days we're we're so busy that I'm like I'm like I don't know what <laughs> what where where this is gonna go next yeah, or like okay. we 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 just are constantly needing to like hire more people and train more people and like have 
you know, have enough staff to be able to help everyone who comes there, you know? So that's a, that's a, that's just a side thing of just like running a, a restaurant where it's like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that I love about making food for people. And then there's other things that I'm just like, you know, you take the, you take the bad with the good. You, I'm also like a security guard there. And I'm also like, <laughs> you know, I have to, you have to hold space. You have to, you have to, um, you know, make sure that everyone has an enjoyable experience and that no, you know, we're in the big city. So like anything, anyone can walk through the door and at different times, you know, it can be a little precarious. And so I also have to, you know, make sure that, um, everyone's is, everyone's safe and everyone is having a great experience. And so yeah. that, that's, that's something I never thought that maybe that I would be doing, but it's like something that I have to do every single day. But that's taught me so many things. It's, it's taught me so many amazing things to be able to like, that's why we, that's why we have nice things. You know, <laughs> it's why, it's why we, it's why everything's beautiful here is because we stand in our power and we hold space and we say no to things that aren't working and, you know, and, and, um, things that are taking from the space versus like giving to the space and like, you know, yeah, that, all those so things. You're so good at it, Santino. I, I speak from personal experience, um, you know, coming into the restaurant, you're always, whenever you're there, it's so welcoming and you're out on the sidewalk, sidewalk with your incense sticks, uh -huh. like making the corner smell so nice and inviting, yeah. but it sometimes doesn't smell so nice. But no, you know, you seem to, and I see you interacting with so many different people from all walks of life. Yeah. It's, it seems like it has a very social component that can be yeah, healing absolutely. as it's, well. It's awesome to be a part of a space, create something that, you know, that people are meeting their future husbands and wives in the space that people have their first date in that, in that space, you know, like people are, are meeting each other in that space and becoming best friends and doing things. I, I think it's so awesome when I see people from different walks of life or whatever, but they've met through wild and then they, uh, they are off doing things together, skydiving or they're in a boat ride or something. I'll see, they'll send me pictures. And I'm like, Oh, you guys are friends. I'm like, yeah, we met at wild. We met oh, at your place. Amazing. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. So that. there's, uh, there's a really amazing group of people and that, that come to wild. And I just feel like, you know, when you, when you stand for something and you vibrate, a, a you know, a certain frequency, people are going to pick up and you, you attract the right you. people. And it's, it's, it's true that if you, if you build it, they will come and that, you know, you, you do create something that there is an audience out there for it. And, um, I, I feel like we're really well received there. And I feel like, um, if you like delicious food, like, you know, the, you know, whether you're vegan or, or not, or you eat like conventional food the rest of the time, if you, if you come, I really do believe that you'll have a, a delicious meal, you know, with us and you'll have, you, you could have 50 different meals every time you, you come, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different options, but, um, with with that being said, it's it's um it's 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 just it's an awesome thing. It's 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 exhausting and rewarding all at the same time. Um, 
And yeah, you work long days, yeah, I know, yeah. and uh, it's it can be a lot. But do you um, do you have that? Reminds me, do you have ways outside of work? Because I know you do spend a lot of hours in the restaurant where you find some time to kind of cultivate other like stress relieving practices and wellness practices. Sure. Sure. I, um, you know, uh, in the morning I, I stretch, I have a, I have my own personal yoga practice. Um, yoga is super important. I, I highly recommend it to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> I, talked uh, about that the other day. And, I, and um, meditation is very important to me as well. Um, I chant, I, uh, I make sure that I have, um, just plenty of alone time to, to just meditate on my day to, to whether it's making lists of things I need to do, um, which I also do the night before as well, but very, you know, I'm a adamant, uh, I'm a believer in making lists, maker, what I, you know, yeah. and, and, um, and there's so many things, there's just so many things you want to do all the time and you just have to, you just have to pace yourself and not overwork yourself. But it's when you, when you start something from scratch and you're doing something that is, is against the grain and, and it's a, a, a bit unusual or different or whatever, you, you have to work. Uh, you know, 10 times as hard, I believe, you know, to, to, to get uh, your message across and make sure that, you know, um, that your, your vision is, is, is realized, you know? Yeah, I, I'm very glad to see that there seems to be um, a rise in, in the benefits of plant-based eating Absolutely. And, and the benefits to the environment as well as to our health and to you know not harm animals it, it just it you know, really seems to be a, gr- a groundswell happening yeah which is- i'll say i'll say a lot of that happened through netflix and all the beautiful documentaries that, that you know people have access to that they just you know are just watching uh it's where you know tv is good for something i i've i've made a lot of tv but i i actually haven't owned a tv in over 10 years haven't haven't had a tv but tvs are kind of i mean you can watch a lot of stuff on on your computer computer, and things like that um so it's not to say that i don't have plenty of screen time between my phone and computers and things like that that i that i need to use as tools but i'm also just like uh at 44 years old i feel like i've watched enough tv i've <laughs> i've like i've i've experienced an, uh, enough um of that that unless i'm sick sick which i haven't been in forever but if if i had i was somewhere where you're on the couch and you're just like catching up on uh you know uh yeah. you're binge watching something on, on netflix or, or something um then you uh <laughs> you i i really don't i, I don't watch tv like that um and and i feel like it it just i don't have time for it anymore um uh, and, and to I decompress that then you turn to yoga and meditation yeah yeah that. and and reading, reading and just my own my own mind like like there's i'm i'm 
I'm actually this is this is this'll this will be funny for people to hear, but I'm I'm actually an introvert. Like it's 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 I have an ability to be an extrovert. I have an ability to stand up in front of people and be myself unapologetically and just be yeah. like be free and and I I'm I'm detached. I feel like my I have a healthy ego where it's like it's it's uh, strong enough to know that what I'm doing is important and who I am is beautiful and important and what I have to say is important and like that it takes that 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 takes something you know to yeah. to be able to stand in your power and be that way, but at the same time, like I don't care if I look unattractive in something. I don't care if I. I don't, you know, I, there's, there's certain things that like, um, don't have to be so slick, like being real and authentic is way more important to me. And so that allows me to also stand in front of cameras and be who I am and not pick myself apart and not kind of get sucked into like this whole like fame Hollywood type of uh, hamster wheel that a lot of people do get caught up in which causes a lot of body dysmorphia and this and that like for men for men and women you know what I mean so there's there's certain things that I've and and you know not just uh, like television or Hollywood but it's like it's it's expanded to social media and Instagram and these other things too so it's it's kind of across the board and it's it's a, it's a it's another type of conditioning that's happening in our society that I just don't subscribe to I don't want to be a part of it I I don't want to you know add to it I just want to I want to make beautiful things and still like you know creating beauty is still a, a big part of of my um you know my my focus in this incarnation and i just i i realize that like i have this specific talent to uh make beautiful food and create an experience that uh allows for good times but also allows for healing, healing and allows yeah. for for um uh just uh people being vibrant and happy and 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 fulfilled you know like they there's those those things what i think about like the most when i create something where even if it's like oh this is just a bowl of soup or this is just a stew or this is just a, a taco plate or something like that it's like yeah but i'm like i'm thinking about a lot of other things that go into it and it's like like i want it to be exceptional i want it to be amazing i want to be i want to i want it to be worthy of somebody getting out of bed or do i want to I, somebody's going to spend money on this you know and i want it to be amazing and then and i don't want to like you know i don't want to buy something for really cheap and sell it for a lot of money i want to be fair with people and i want to like you know there's 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 a lot of things that come into play and you and and that that are just I, they're all they're already like uh, default settings in who i am you know yeah. but i just take it to another level and and you know 
we don't make anything bad. I like I have a joke. I have a joke at Wild all the time. Is like when people try things, like, "Wow, this is amazing! This is amazing! This is amazing!" I tried that, and I tried this, and I tried the gelato. I tried the juices. Tried the everything's amazing. I go, "Yeah, we we try not to make anything bad here," you know. Yeah. It's like because I don't get why people are making bad things anywhere. It's like like one, maybe they don't know it's bad. They just don't know it's bad. I, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I, but then there's some people that are just being greedy and they're just making subpar things for people because, yeah, because they're just making more money off of it. Whereas like, that's why they use subpar salts and, and sh white sugar and processed ingredients and canned stuff. And like, and it's, you know, uh, all that stuff is is toxic as far as yeah. I'm concerned. That's why once I made the decision to eat a certain way, I ne I don't look at any of that food in the same way. There's no gray area with it. I'm either eating to live or I'm eating to die. You know. Wow, Santino, that's pretty heavy, but right on the yeah. On the nose, but that's I it. and I and I don't and I and that being said, like I don't I don't sweat people for their choices or things like that. But I'm really cut and dry with it. It's either like, what is this? What's this food? What's this made out of? You know, and I don't even I don't even really eat out at other restaurants. You know what I mean? Because I'm also not that person that's gonna go to a place and ask them to jump through a bunch of hoops for me to make something that's gonna be something that I'm gonna actually eat. I know I know where there are limitations. You know, so yeah. um, if I if I do have to go somewhere to to meet someone in a social setting, say at a restaurant that nothing, none of the food there that I would ever ingest. Um, I might just have a glass of water. Like they might actually have some fresh squeezed juice or something, no alcohol, you know, like, and I'm just, you know, and I'll, and I'll just enjoy that, you know, um, that's totally fine by me, you know, um, but it's it's I don't know I I I can um, I'll say I, I digress of like like going on about a, a lot of uh, specific no, things like that. that. I mean, good I, to hear because I, I have to do that sometimes too. Um, at a restaurant where there isn't much I can eat, and I usually you know I'll try to find something, but. I, f I sometimes feel a bit deprived if everybody else is eating and even if it's not food that I can normally eat I you know I smell the bread I won't lie and I'm like oh that smells so good yeah. and I feel a little bit like I'm missing out but it seems like you're pretty much at peace and pretty yeah, content with absolutely that. Yeah. because once I did find a great deal of healing through the food I was putting in my body I never want to go back to feeling the way I used to and the pain and the having the inflammation and having just like being bedridden some days, you know what oh, I mean? Like, gosh. like all those things are way behind me. And now at 44 years old, I feel like I look better, feel better, everything. My brain works better than I did when I was 28. That's you know? awesome. And Santino, can I ask, you know, do you think that there was also um, a lifestyle component beyond food, like a lot of stress and sure. that I contributed mean, to what, the illnesses? Uh, I think I think stress is important. Stress shouldn't ever be ruled out about like, you know, and, and I feel like now I do have a, a bigger stress 
component, you know, the yeah. bigger stress thresh. <laughs> my threshold for st for stress has um, definitely uh, increased. Yeah, yeah, it's increased. But it's um, I I feel really like it it has to do with not just what you ingest with the food, but also what you rub into your skin. Like I, I haven't worn deodorant or antiperspirant or things like that, or any kind of like random lotions and things like that. I use all just like, you know, whole natural. whole food, natural. Coconut oil. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Coconut oil and, you know, um, avocado oil. Like I, I use like a lot of amazing uh, oils and, um and i don't use anything that you know uh that's kind of a synthetic kind of thing you know i like even my toothpaste and things everything everything is like um important you, you can't just you can't eat amazing and then and then just brush your teeth with whatever you know or the whatever from the grocery store it's like um no it's important that you are very mindful about all the chemicals you know women women i think have some it's something like you know, every day women rub like 350 or something uh, chemicals into their skin or oh. ingest that because of all the cosmetics and the hair stuff and the nail polish and the lotions and the skincare and the shaving things and the this and that. And like, uh, and it's like, that's not even like talking about the food you're ingesting and what you're ingesting with water uh, what you're ingesting with air quality, like there, all these things like add up, you know. So yeah. there's a point where your body will just say enough's enough, you know. And so when it happens, and it usually I always say it happens around the time you're 30, like uh, like between 28 and 30, and you'll yeah. either at that age you'll either pick to go the pharmaceutical route and go and believe what doctors are telling you and take start taking all these different pharmaceuticals to like alleviate your conditions or you will take responsibility for your own health you'll start looking into other things and you'll move in the direction of more holistic uh, medicine plant yeah, medicine it's funny you say that because that was around the time that my own health issues were flaring up and i, I had cut out dairy gosh in my early 20s yeah and i i stopped eating beef when i was seven, 17 was my last hamburger yeah. that i ever had and, yeah um and i i didn't really miss those i was surprised but it wasn't i was living in london at the time and i was having all these crazy skin reactions and i was tired all the time yeah. and i I went to a couple of different doctors and nobody suggested that it might have anything to do with my diet. Yeah. And just randomly, a friend of mine said, oh, you know, my brother had a lot of similar symptoms. It turned out he was allergic to gluten. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that would suck. I hope it's not that. <laughs> but I tried it. I eliminated gluten yeah. from my diet for about 10 days. It took about 10 days and all the symptoms started to disappear. Yeah. And just, you know, for the sake of testing it out, I reintroduced it again. The symptoms came back. Yeah. And so then I was like, that that's it? That's and, it? And that, that self-analysis, that experimentation of, like, trying it, in, in, like, that that's super smart. That's super, it's you, 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 
you get these messages all the time in your life. Like it's beyond food and your diet and things like that. You get messages all the time kind of leading you on the right path. And you can either choose to ignore them or you can kind of start to look into things. And in that same way that like a friend just, you know, lets you know about a, a similar condition of their brother or whatever, you know, like it's like you, you then, um, you, you, you responded to that and then you looked into it and then you tried it for yourself. And then you, then you saw how you felt about, you know, and like, and there's, there's no denying that, you know, there's like, there might not be all this like scientific research or like all these, you know, like, and, and, you know, uh, it's, it's really rare to find it, more and more now that because the consciousness is shifting, but you'll, you'll find people that, that speak about this a, a lot more now than it yeah. did like when i when i first became um raw vegan and, and gluten-free there was there was no marking of anything on on packages there was no nothing that said gluten-free right. i and and a lot of people still to this day don't really know what gluten is you know what i mean right. so it's like but you know it's um and the more that i discovered and looked into it it's not just the gluten you know Oh yeah, and it's like the you were saying, the chemicals. It's the chemicals. And I have, um, I met a woman at a party a year or two ago, and she said that, you know, she's from Germany, yeah. and when she eats bread in Germany, um, she doesn't have a problem. Yeah. But when she eats it here, she, she does, and yeah. she can't eat yeah. bread here. So there's something beyond the gluten, yeah. obviously. Because your your body's having a response to being poisoned. You know, oh, you might goodness. as well just eaten rat poison and then what what's what's your body going to do your body's going to try to like surround the rat poison and try to like get it out of your system it's going to attack the poison it's going to try to save itself it's going to you know i mean that's that's basically all these like uh digestive problems and um things you know pain that you're having in your gut things like that it's basically just like your body rejecting chemicals and oh, you know, it just, that's a whole other huge conversation like roundup and yeah, the yeah, pesticide yeah. And, and what is happening it's, with that it's, it's, it's like, really frightening you know and um you know it's a it's a type of going back to fasting it's a type of meditation in and of itself to be um kind of disciplined enough to abstain from food for a brief period of time this isn't about any kind of eating disorders or anything that you're going to like try to do for years at a time it's like you you take breaks you know maybe three days maybe it's three months you know depending on where you're at with things and you'll 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 watch you'll watch as you reverse things you'll watch as that things start to heal you'll 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 see it if you if you actually go in that direction and you're and you're you know you're adamant about your own healing you'll you'll find that sometimes it's unfortunate sometimes people have to get like super sick in order to like actually be open to healthier options of eating it's unfortunate that people like eat so terribly all the way up to in their 50 and then it's like they've done so much damage that even if they are like starting to eat more salads or, or whatever they they really need to to do some greater 
uh, repair and detoxing on their on their bodies you know i have to ask you yeah. because um it's it's a challenge and something in my life that i've been grappling with for a while and that is you know people i mean i'm sure i could improve my diet as as well i haven't i haven't tried fasting and i'm very very curious about it but i feel like i eat pretty cleanly and i'm very conscious about what i put in my body yeah but a lot of my loved ones um, struggle with it. Yeah. And, you know, I try to do what I can to encourage them or when I'm with them to, you know, cook meals together or prepare meals together. And and that helps, but it only goes so far. And I find myself worrying and stressing about it, but they, you know, they're on their path and they seem content on it. Yeah. Do you have that? Have um, you had that experience? Yeah, I mean, of course. You know, it's like uh, my parents don't eat the way I eat. You know, they're yeah. like there's there's there's, you know, even my my older brother doesn't eat the way I eat. I mean, there's 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 a lot of family and friends who um, don't subscribe to this at all, and I and you know the conditioning is strong. It's hard. It's it's you know um, even even people listening to me right now they might they might think it's it sounds like i'm asking you to to switch your political beliefs or your 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 religious beliefs or something like that sometimes when you start talking about food it becomes like such a very visceral personal yeah it's personal people get really offended at certain things you know and um i'm just i'm just I just want people to be open and I want people to try new things and I want to, I want people to know that there's other options for their healing and um and I want to I want to let people know that having delicious food that is also healthy uh doesn't have to be mutually, mutually exclusive. exclusive. It's yeah. it can all it can you can have both, you know. Unfortunately, um and I've had it myself like we've all had we've we've gone and had a, a raw vegan meal at some restaurant that wasn't very good or something yeah. you know I or mean, the especially, portions are small I've yeah taken the my portions dad. are small or they yeah. and it's like and it's they it says one thing but then you basically have to just like use your imagination to believe that this is a pizza or this right. is a people taco or who aren't like familiar yeah. expect a, yeah. a pepperoni pizza yeah. and like my father I've <laughs> my poor dad he's a large six foot four man that likes to eat and he's left some of the raw restaurants i've taken him to um starving yeah and so i think that put him off even though the he didn't mind the food it's just the the portions and then the the prices were an issue too because you know you spend 25 dollars on a meal you expect to leave satiated but so yeah that is a that can be a challenge of course a lot of places are not that way but right those that are made it make it a little more difficult to bring people over yeah yeah but it's you know so there's a there's a lot of um (laughs) there's a lot of things that are working against um i guess the uh you know subscribing to a a living plant-based diet you know but i do find that people who get to a point where uh their options become either like you know, taking a lot of pharmaceuticals and dealing with the medical industry or, you know, or taking a step back and, and just being more mindful about what they put in their body and even abstaining from food for a period of time, 
those those people will see and and come to to a, a better understanding of of how our bodies work and we're just kind of yeah. um you know we're we're not taught that we're not we don't we, it's you know so i'm i'm very uh i'm very reasonable you know with people i'm not um i don't want to beat anyone over the head about you know they're they're eating bacon or whatever i mean it's like it's like there's there's certain things that it's just like i get it i know why you're doing that because somebody told you to do that and you know? growing up you yeah you were just told to do that and that you're told that that's normal to do yeah you know and that's a tough conditioning to to break you know especially like and then when you start getting into like cultural things it's like oh no this well this is culturally like how we eat this is culturally yeah and it's like no no that's just like we just went down a wrong path just in the same way that 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 we went down a wrong path about uh you know putting women second or like you know and then mm. and, and then putting brown people you know under you know in like a, a, a classification or like in and 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 classes and in and and you know i believe in one race but i but like you know racial divides and things like that like i really feel like um the last thing we really need to to do is is look at um and extend our compassion for every sentient being on this planet and know that like every chicken every baby calf you know uh every every pig is equivalent to a human life it's it's that serious like it's and and this understanding came later after my because i i came into this way of eating because of health because of my health but then i I, I came to understand that like basically what's going on is uh, a type of genocide um, and, and a type of, of slavery, a type of, of, of just uh, disrespect to other living creatures that, that we've created with these factory farms and let's like trying to just like satiate this American diet with all of these, these meats and things. And it's like they, and, and people don't care like what those animals were fed in order for them to get that size, all the hormones, all the, uh, the chemicals, all the things and all the fear that's inside of those animals that goes into you when you ingest it like this is and then and then you know when i start talking about this this is when it also gets to be like maybe a little it political well it gets it's political but it's also like a little um outside of a certain understanding and it, it's considered like a little woo woo or okay. something like that you know what i mean but yeah. it's it's things are vibrational if you if you you raise something with lots of fear. You know, animals are smart. They know that they're in slaughterhouses and things like that. They have that fear inside of them. They have the subpar ingredients, the, all the all the g- genetically modified corn that's that they're fed, and so they're full of chemicals. And then, uh, then they're slaughtered, and then. Um, people eat that and then it goes into their bodies and then they become that. And then, you know, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of uh, other emotional things that come with 
eating that and ingesting that that energy so uh, and then then there's the really important aspect of um, animal agriculture and what it's doing to the environment it, yeah. it contributes I think more greenhouse gases in the entire transportation industry yeah. which is kind of mind-blowing yeah um, I mean when I I make that it's it's not it's not funny but this is you know like the, um, just in my in my nature like i i have to make certain light of certain things but you know when you drive to san francisco from los angeles and you go through that area that i i call cowschwitz you know we call it mordor mordor yeah (laughs) but it's like you know it's basically uh concentration camps for Mm. for cattle you know and it smells terrible it's just like it's it's horrible it's horrible and all those animals yeah. know that their their time has come they're just in these like prisons and they're um you know that's this is uh this is something that you know i came to understand that i just uh, i don't want to participate in that anymore just like i don't you know i don't participate with owning a car in la i don't participate in watching tv i don't participate and it's not because i i like i'm better than anything or whatever it's right. just i just don't want to participate in that you know and it's like i only have there's only so many hours in the day for you to do the things that you want to do and so i would rather uh lend my voice lend my 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 body to to work towards uh a, a greater purpose of of helping people healing people making people beautiful food creating an experience like like sharing sharing uh love with people and it's this extension of love that can like move through me and 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 so you know that that and all the things all the things that i do all the things that are, are successes in my life i really feel like I'm just a I'm just a tool. I'm just a conduit for uh, a greater power that's moving through me. That's that's allowing me to to be this, and it is stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger because I don't uh, put these other things in my body. I don't put these other like vibrational, like low vibrational things in my body. No alcohol, no 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 animal products, no, no like you know these these things that like really dim your light and really kind of shut you off from the source, you know. And it's like it's it's so it's so important, and it's and 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 time is so short, and the days go by so fast, and it's like you know there's, there's so much you want to do, and it's like it can it can be crazy making, you know. But like. You just have to. There's 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 moments throughout your day that you just you you understand like wow I'm doing the right thing with this and wow I, you know it's you know the 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 guy who who went on my recommendation to to save his leg like he he oh, he reversed yeah. his diabetes and he saved his happened. leg you know it's oh like he, you know like these these things that you know this this kid I saw that that like that had like really terrible psoriasis and i talked to him about it and he and then and like he came back and he's like do you remember me and he like looked totally different and his skin was all healed and like you know he's like yeah i just found that doing this and this and like works for me and like and the, and that's all that's all that i want to try to get people to 
look at and evaluate in themselves you know I don't want to give anybody like a, a, a rundown of like everything they, that I think they should do. I think that really finding out what works for you and what makes you feel good and, you know, and, and being honest with yourself and being honest with the way you feel and, you know, and yeah. like let that be what guides you. And you being know? observant and present and not yeah. masking it with, you know, more yeah. junk food or alcohol or your drug of choice, you know. But, you know, I also, sometimes people say like, wow, you're really brave for doing this or doing that. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't even think of it that way. I don't even think of it that way. I'm just like, I'm this free thinker that's always been like kind of anti-establishment and like not trusting of a lot of things. And I, and I lived in, you know, um, growing up, uh, in Missouri and being, uh, of mixed, you know, descent, you know, and, and, uh, you know, even, even before, even before I knew my own sexuality or anything like you, you, like I, I was born this way and I was fortunate enough to be able to navigate a very racist, prejudiced, like, like, kind of uh you know backwards uh type of 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 town that i grew up in um but at the same time you know i got to evaluate and see and hear the way that people talk about other people and the feelings that they're that that there is like i always feel like i was a a spy or something or like i'm like a I was I, i heard i heard a lot of what people think about other people you know and and of of me you know i heard a lot about i heard i'll say that i heard a lot about what people thought of me to my face Mm -hmm. from people very early on so there's a pro there's a point where you understand kind of like uh you know what you're dealing with when was you're that maybe in the form of bullying as a kid sure or... well i mean it's like i mean luckily i was always big for my age um yeah. but there was always older kids who were bigger than me and there were there i i had to i always say i had to um i had to uh fight my whole life to be a lover you know because oh, yeah. i'm a i'm really a lover and i really like i I really know that love is the answer to everything. So to have to fight, basically like to have to defend myself all the time, you know, but it's like, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I was called like every racist name in the book and, oh. and you know, um, every, yeah, just every, every term you, you and, and, and it's, it's, it's to the point now that it's like laughable. Like when I hear any of those words, you know, like just in general, like, I just think like it's, it's sad or whatever, but actually at the same time, like I'm so not attached to any of those words because like, I don't believe in any of those words and I don't believe that I'm any of those things. And I don't believe I don't, I don't believe in it. I don't yes. believe in it. So it's like, I kind of like don't it care. It loses its power. Yeah, it really loses power. I don't care. And then you, and and but that sometimes makes people even more mad that you don't care or whatever, you know. But it's just like, um, I really do feel like, you know, um, 
we have more similarities with each other than differences and that um, it could have growing up in that kind of environment could have made me hate people in a in a in a really uh, specific way that 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 would be totally uh, reasonable you know to oh, hate yes. people you know what I mean like but what it did do is it taught me that there's good and bad in everyone and that there's a lot of gray areas in life you might have your you, you might have had the the your greatest experience with like a an instructor or a teacher who really shined on you really saw something special in you but in their personal life they hate black people you know what i mean like it's like, it's like it's just, so they're like so like you have you have like oh i've had this amazing connection with this person that sees something in me but then they they also just like they they have this thing about that they've just developed where they just have a hate for a certain type of person or like you know and it's like you know uh you know, I dealt with a lot of that, like my whole life, like, like all my best friends. And then like, you go to, 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 to spend the night over at their house. And then like their parents are around the, the dining room table and they're all just like being so racist and saying all these things. And it's like, it's, it's like, whoa. And then like, you know, it's, and then, and then, you know, it's, you, you just have to, you just have to kind of like observe and not get, upset not take anything personally you know it taught me and it just taught me like wow that 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 guy's a, a really cool guy or that that you know my friend's dad's a really cool guy a cool dad and great father or whatever but he's got that x y and z thing so that's like kind of, of like you know a bummer but yeah. i'll just i'll just kind of navigate around that and just kind of you know not you know, get upset about it or like, you know, yeah. but, but it did, but it did, uh, also just, I don't know. It was like some, it, some weird experience experiment that I had to live through. I, I mean, I did feel like I was, I was treated a lot like a foreign exchange student growing up in St. Charles, Missouri. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was treated I, I didn't look like anyone else there. I, I was treated like either a foreign exchange student or like just a straight up like alien from another planet. Wow, Santino, you know, it's so interesting because um, some amazing men in my life yeah. and who I've been talking to lately have had similar experiences yeah. in their parts of, of America, essentially, yeah. Yeah. being kind of ostracized or made fun of yeah. for different yeah. reasons or physical features. Yeah. And But here you are, like all these amazing um, empathic and, yeah. and kind good yeah. human beings yeah and... it could have worked either way yeah like seriously it could have been i could have been just like totally gnarly and let the hate fill me and yeah. but i i know that that's not the way that's really not the way like and yeah. and and i and i do feel like um the more as I as I evolved and the more comfortable I got with uh, just speaking up about who I am, you know, um, I feel like it did, you know, it 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 did change people in a way, you know, yeah. like it, it's it's I I often think like it's it's fine that people don't like 
hit people over the head with who they are all the time. I mean, I just just by leaving the the house, I I was always making some kind of statement, you know, like it was I always dressed very flamboyantly and just like I I expressed myself through through everything I did, you know. So um, I was always being judged or called names of, of for that yeah. as well. I think the first time I met you, I mean, it was a while ago now, uh-huh. but I think you might have been wearing, it was sort of a traditional Indian suit that was pink. Does that ring a bell? Really? Okay. It, this was a while ago. That's cool. Um, yeah. And, and <laughs> that I, sounds cool. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And being so tall, you know, you do, you do stand out and um, it, it takes, I don't know, I guess courage is a word that is a little bit, I'm not sure if that's quite right, but it, it does in a way to, to, to sort of stand tall in who you are yeah. and not feel worried about what other people are thinking. It's such a powerful thing. And thankfully, and thankfully like I feel like I was born with that. And, and then I just cultivated it even more so. Whereas yeah. like... You know, I, re- I remember the first times, like, you know, uh, like there's, there's some thoughts that just come into my head. Like, this is this is awesome to be able to just talk with you. You know, like, I hope I hope we're on like some uh, uh, we're not on some timeline or something. But it's like, but this is kind of a, a free form thing no, where great. you it's you give great. me a microphone, and I can talk for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> but um, I think of this time where I was like. I also sang as a as a kid and like I had a super like soprano voice like I could sing Ave Maria and like I sang in a a chorus and choirs that I was always singing um, in the higher register Uh, and I remember singing the solo and this girl saying like you sound like a girl you know and And it's supposed to be an insult and I and I was like huh like that's that's weird that you're saying this but like it came it came from this girl that was just kind of just trying to be you know rude or you know whatever be a kid anyway uh and i but i and i thought about it and i was like well so what so what if i sound like a girl and like or say you know and then like so many things were like oh you look like a girl you're this or that you faggot that you know it's just like 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 you you, and it's like great like uh so be it you know it's like whatever like you're not gonna tell me i don't look amazing like because i know i do like it's and it's you know but totally and then there's the whole thing about you know uh saying someone looks like a girl or a woman being an insult yeah and like no what absolutely is that about no i know yeah, but it's so. again it's the conditioning that people yep. we, we've just grown up in that in that in that world where those kind of comments have have been acceptable to, to say you know you yeah. throw like a girl you run like a girl you just, just like that yeah you, thankfully it's being turned on its yeah, head yeah, now yeah yeah and it's like how like really it's 2019 like i mean seriously like it's but i'm i'm so glad this is moving in this direction you know what i mean um but you know just as we the pendulum swings this way on certain things and it's just like just kind of where we thought we were with race relations in the united states while obama was president you know and then now you know where the where we're at now and the way that that people are just 
uh, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing that like, yeah, people, people didn't change at all. There's, there's, there's still people that believe the total opposite things of what I believe, or like, you know, there's, yeah. there's people that, that, you know, and it's always uh, been there. It's yeah, just there's it's, it's a spotlight there. shining on it more it, now. Yeah, and it's and more acceptable to be out and proud about it. And and and. Yeah. Um, but I'll just say again, uh, something I know for a fact is that anything that is unlike love is wrong and unnecessary and a moot point and has has no value whatsoever. So even a, even a, even something that maybe I think in my head about something, some opinion that I had that that might just come from from you know seeing something you know and having like maybe a little remark you know that I ha- that I make that that I'm always like checking myself you know they they come fewer oh, and yeah. fewer but I I check I'll check myself on on anything and I, and I'll be like well huh. Does that come from a place of love or is it coming from a place unlike love? And it's like, and like, if it's unlike love, then, you know, this, this, that thought is not important and that can be let go. That doesn't need to be thought about anymore. That's not anything that really, and, and why did I think that? Or why did I make, you know, I, I don't, uh, I could, I could, you know, overthink things in my, and it sounds like this is like a, a longer process. This, this kind of thing can happen in just like two seconds of, yeah. of, of your day. But it's like, um, any, any opinion that we have that comes from a place that's unlike love is, is wrong and, and not necessary. Yeah, so yeah. when we hear people talk about anything, when we hear politics, when you hear people have, have voted a certain way fear-mongering whatever it is is it's like like if you're not coming from a place of love it's absolutely wrong it's totally wrong like and this is this is a this is this is something that um you know it's 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 in spiritual beliefs it's in it's in different religions but like to just simply say it again is it's like anything that's unlike love is wrong so um how we how we take care of each other, what we do to each other, what we do to what we do to even what we do to criminals, what we do to what we do to poor people, what we do to you know like there's all these all these things, all these all these uh, systems that have been set up that are completely unlike love, and that that just makes for more things that are unlike love, you know, and that's and and you know fear fear is is a is a an opposite a polar opposite of love or whatever but it's like it's um it's everything in between you know it's the 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 hatred and the fear self-loathing all that those things is like um you know they 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 cause they cause a lot of damage and they are things that um aren't really discussed very often you know because i mean we also deal in a a world of free speech and i'm i'm all for free speech but just know that anything you say that's unlike love is wrong and unnecessary and forgettable and 
nonsense yeah. and everything else you know it's like, like it's like, kind like of worthless and worthless yeah, yeah completely if you hear them or if you think them um yeah you know he was speaking to sophie hollyweld of sophie tucker recently yeah. and she said that her dad his technique is just to tell himself cancel thought like if something that is sure. unloving or you know sure. yeah. or um erase it, yeah or that's yeah. a technique or like <laughs> thinks but not now you tell your right. brain a little <laughs> yeah a yeah. little gentler but it's not um you know it does take some practice and some awareness and i've been trying to cultivate that too because i tend to be a worrier and sure that you know is based out of fear um not usually directed at any other people more just fear of you know the worst case scenario yeah. happening that you just play out in your mind and i've really been trying to practice recognizing when that happens and just kind of replacing it with another yeah more loving you know grateful thought or yeah. something like that focus on gratitude or um gosh there's so many other higher vibration emotions that i've been trying to cultivate and then your baseline gets a little higher and you find Absolutely. yourself doing it less and less yeah just learning learning to live in the present you know is a big a big thing yeah. i mean people who have severe depression or are conflicted by their past mm. and people who are thinking about the future are full of anxiety and worry you know yeah and it's you know it's there's a there's a healthy amount of worry and a healthy <laughs> amount of anxiety that needs to get you out of bed in the morning i think you know or like to actually do what you need to do but um there's a pro there's there's definitely a, a limit to to uh how much worrying about the future that you need to do when actually everything you need is already inside of you and you just need to unlock that and uh being in your happy healthy present space is really the the best thing that you can do as far as creating right now you know and even like what we're yeah. doing right now or like we're creating we're talking like we're um you know we're we're holding space for this conversation and that and that maybe you know a hundred people will listen to this and be like oh whatever but there'll be one person who like something clicks and then they are able to unlock a new chapter in their life and they're able to find some healing or find some way of, of evolving and like that's super amazing and beautiful and like that that's who i do it for that's yeah, that's all that's that, i i do it for the individual you know that is what you do daily and that is my hope for this this podcast and yeah it's i feel like maybe that's a beautiful place to to wrap up yeah 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 no more quit no more questions or anything uh, yeah, unless there's know, something you one. wanted to add i'm just, i'm sorry i can i can like i said i can just talk and talk and talk but it's um um no i i thank you laura for for having me on the on your show um oh, santino thank you for being here it's such a pleasure and uh i can i can say it's pretty awesome to know you for for so many years and like uh, all the all the different places that 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 we've seen each other and that you've always been an amazing light and you've always been uh just so 
generous with who you are and that's like always been so amazing like we we often don't like talk about these these things to people but i'll just i i love saying how i feel and and letting people know that like like you're so amazing you have such a really special light about you and you've always just been good vibes always been positive energy and i appreciate that so much and i i thank you for for you know reappearing in my life again and coming into <laughs> wild living foods and i and it, it, that you come and you support the restaurant and that um you know it's it, this i'll know you for my entire life you know yeah. what i mean and it's amazing and i and i thank you for being such a beautiful human being and it's uh just you know extraordinary that we get to have these connections with people as we go about our lives you know and there's things that have always been constant and you're one of those things that every time i see you i just like brighten up and i remember all the different places and i mean all the different connections and spencer aronson you know like <laughs> shout that, out to spencer yes shout out to spencer aronson <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's 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 we we get busy we get so busy with our lives and we do so many things and and but like every time that 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 i see you and and um we get to talk it brings me back you know to so many memories and and such good vibes and good feelings and it's it's awesome so thank you oh, thank you for you. being here i'm humbled thank you so much and thank you too i feel i feel so much the same way and i'm always like whenever I'm headed to Wild Living Foods. I'm like, yeah, you get to see Santino. So it's, <laughs> it's awesome. It's wonderful. But thank you. Thank you again um, for, for being here. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. And until next time, we should reconvene and do this again. Yeah, for sure. We talk about it all kind of things. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Well, that wraps up my conversation with Santino. Isn't he an incredible and thoughtful human being? I just love hearing his thoughts on the world and health and wellness and how to incorporate more compassion and love into our thoughts. I thought that was so powerful. In Harmony was produced and edited by me, Laura Ferrero. A special thank you to James Bremen for the original theme music and to Sophie Walker for her help with show notes and social media. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends about us, and you can find us on most podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple, where it would be wonderful if you rated us by just scrolling down and clicking on the stars or leaving a comment. You can follow along with us on Instagram and Facebook at InHarmonyPodcast and on Twitter at InHarmonyPod. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will catch you next time.